All right, welcome to the Bourbon Library broadcast from the OG basement, the original library. Uh, Devin and I are here to try uh, three bottles of Hardin's Creek. Yeah, so we got the the mini set that you can only get at Jim Beam Distillery. Um, Dad, why don't you tell us a little bit about this Hardin's Creek? Because when, when we went to Jim Beam, I didn't even know what Hardin's Creek was. I didn't know when you guys, a couple of you guys knew exactly what it was, talking about it. I was right. like, what, what's so significant about that? And when, once you guys said the age, I was like, okay. So these were some bottles that they made during the pandemic and weren't able to sell. So they put them to the side and uh, brought them back out. Now, that's not all Hardin's Creek, though, right? Nope. That's but this th- but these, specific set. These little mini sets of three. Yep, and they're 17 years old, and there's bottles from the three different main Rick House locations for Jim Beam. The first one we're going to try is Claremont. Born in Claremont and bottled at the grand age of 204 months. It is notable for burnt sugar, caramelized oak, and lingering warmth to finish. So uh, this one is the terroir of microclimates shaped by the ridged and rolling hills, cool wind against the shelter of the valleys. So Uh, what makes Hardin's Creek kind of cool is that they're all the same age, they're the same mash bill, but they were basically, they decided to age them in different parts of a warehouse that get um, access to different climate or get exposed to different climate. But mostly it's just the different locations. Yeah. So it's just kind of same juice, it. three different locations. Yeah. So I'm gonna do I'm gonna do neat and on the rocks. All right. All so right. What, what were those uh, what were those flavor tones again it said? Burnt sugar, warm oak. Alright. What you get on the nose? Mm-hmm. I really gotta try that mouth. That I gotta keep doing that mouth trick because it does work. They say like, you know, when you open your mouth a little bit and then breathe in, you can kind of get the smell, the taste a little better than you get a little bit of the burnt wood on the first touch of the tongue. Yeah. Uh, this is. 110 proof, so it's got a little bite. Are they all 110 proof? Yep. Yep, okay, so same mash bill, same age, same proof. But these these set of uh, ones are unique. Very good. A little bit of sweet finish, the burnt I get, sugar. You know, for 110, instead of getting like a harsh... I'm getting like a crisp. You know, they say like if, if a bourbon's too smooth and it's not a, maybe it's not that good of a bourbon because bourbons are complex and they can be a little harsh with the higher proof. But when you get a high proof that drinks smooth, that's that's the good kind of smooth to have. That's a, yeah, very unique flavor. I get a little bit of cinnamon. Not hot or like red, not like the fire candy or anything like that, but I get 
mm. a slight amount of cinnamon, but it's not in the initial sip. It's not in the front. It's kind of in that in that middle, right before the finish. We talk about brown burnt sugars. I'm getting a little caramelly flavor. Now drinking on the rocks. I not, don't get I not don't. the chocolate that I like, but definitely the caramel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not getting cinnamon on the rock, so Mm-mm. a little bit of cinnamon I had. Was when you drank it neat, eh? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it's good stuff. You know, there's something special about drinking uh, 17-year-old bourbon with your dad. Christmas on, Eve? On Christmas Eve, yeah. For sure. And, you know, I, I like the... The, the rule that we always kind of talk about, which is, you know, there's no there's no bottle that can't be opened here. No. So that, and even if it's an expensive, really cool set, by the way, it comes in a nice, nice box with a three right in line. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. The little square bottles. Yeah. What are they? Pint? Pints? 200 milliliters. So less than a half of a fifth, right? But still, I mean, it's 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 a... It's still a decent amount, and it's basically a fifth altogether, almost, right? A pint is 375 milliliters. Yeah, so you're drinking... So it's almost half of that. So altogether, you're getting 600 milliliters of Hardens Creek, so a little bit less than if you were to buy a fifth of it, full bottle, but... It's like a half pint, so we're getting one and a half pints total. And yeah, that's really good bourbon. All right. This Let's, is the uh, sip I had after I let it sit on the ice for a second. Mm. And even though you can still taste a little bit of the wood, it has a really nice, smooth, caramelly finish. That's good stuff. Let's move on to uh, Frankfurt. <coughs> so Frankfurt is next. In Frankfurt, it says... Uh, this is the second of three special releases. The creek bed at Frankfurt campus changes things. The water rises in the warm Kentucky air to wrap the trees and storied rack houses in a blanket of humidity, making everything slow. It's good for the whiskey. It ages at its own pace with little ventilation and a lot of time. Uh, so you're looking for a floral flavor with a finish of aged oak. Um, and still looking at caramel and dried fruit. So looking kind of similar to the one we just had, only maybe a little fruit added this time. A little more floral, a little, a little fruitier than the, mm-hmm. than the caramel and the brown sugar. So we'll see, huh? Yeah. And try it neat first. Yeah, I don't know what, I'm, what the hell I'm doing here. I'm just <laughs> grabbing and drinking. But yeah, we might have to try it neat first. Whoa, that one's a lot different. It's good. A little spice here, I think. More, f- more flavor, though. Yeah. The one was, like, smooth and crisp. Uh, this one's kind of jumping out at me as a little more bold and complex. Like, hey, look at, look at fucking me here. <laughs> hey, man, you think, you think Claremont and... <coughs> Boston are cool. 
Drink me, Mr. Frankfurt. Mm. I like that one better of the two so far. This is a... It's uh, powerful. <laughs> Very similar color, which makes sense, right? They're both in barrels for 17 years. Which one did we try once? We Just tried a little Boston, baby. The Boston. I don't even remember what it which was. Is, I remember it going, oh, this is good. Mm -hmm. Which is going to be the third one we try. Now, do you think now? Do you think they made their Frankfurt the better one on purpose? <laughs> no. <laughs> like they. They actually oh, they tried just, the they tried the three first and then they said this one's gonna be Frankfurt. Oh, oh. <laughs> Hopefully there it's legit from where it came from. Yeah, right. I mean, is there really anyone saying here's the stamp of authenticity? <laughs> that this is the one or is it a marketing thing? Like this was our Claremont. Yeah, so I'm not very good at Picking up the florals or the fruits, whatever, but it definitely has a little different profile. It's not as the one was like caramel water. You've heard me talk about blends being caramel yeah. water. It's like buttery, caramel, smooth, wonderful. <clears throat> this one to me has a little more bite, a little more spiciness, a little more complexity to your point. It's not caramel forward. I'm not getting floral at all. So. I am getting some fruit, like some dried fruit flavor in there. Um, it's kind of a more robust bourbon flavor. Like, it, you can definitely tell it's aged in the barrel longer. You can taste the char for sure, right? Yeah, the, the char is there, and it's a good char. It's not sometimes like that, uh, that, that peerless, good bottle, but too charry, almost like, like a burnt burnt flavor. Oh, the double-oaked one? The double-oaked Peerless, yeah. And and that's not a knock on Peerless, just too campfire marshmallowy for for my liking. For this one, like, you can taste that, that, that barrel in there, but it's good. The char. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely doesn't ruin it. Mm-mm. It's not overpowering, but there's a nice, there's like... so much sweetness that finishes, right? It just wipes out any of that. Yeah, like, I can't call it caramel sweetness, but I, I have right. to... Uh, that's why I say dried fruit. <laughs> Sometimes I just make this up. Yeah, like, because no, Tim's I'm, really good at describing flavors. He's like, oh, this is a prune. So... A plum. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, So, huh. what I'm tasting is a, a taffy apple. So oh, like the ones at the... Like they, the caramel? Where they put the caramel around the apple. Yeah. So you're getting the apple taste and the caramel taste at the same time. Yeah. That's where the I, I get the fruit. Yeah, because there's there's almost uh I don't want to say tart or sour. That's mm -hmm. not the right, but like a a fruity acidity to it. Yeah. Coated coated with a a Take, sugar. Takes right? me right back to yeah, eating a caramel apple. Yeah. That's yummy. That's really good. I I like yeah, this one. You wouldn't want to drink a bourbon and have and it be apple flavored, right? No, does not. And you're not getting that. No, but the caramel wraps around the apple and covers the, you know, the too much fruitiness of the apple. Yeah, right? gives yeah. enough caramel to make it sweet. That's for good fun. Mm. Yes, we enjoyed. Uh, we we definitely enjoyed some some bourbon earlier today to have a day bourbon. We 
I, I'll talk about the the one that mattered. We did a we did a tasting of Larceny Barrel Proof for, for this year A, B, and C. So we had a. If anyone knows the the formality there, the way that they batch it, it's A one twenty three for the first batch of the year in January of twenty twenty three, and then we have a B five twenty three for the May release. And the most recent release is C923, so in September. And uh, we both, I think the, the hype on the internet was batch A, I believe. I, I would, would have to fact B. check that, but we both picked B, C, then A. Right. So A was actually our least favorite. <clears throat> but you know, maybe that's because we both, we both tend to like the... We did bourbon a little bit better in rye, but you know that's not to say that there's not really really good rye because look at Knob Creek twelve year uh, seventeen ninety two twelve year a, a shit ton of Buffalo Trace yeah you know of course Weller is a big everyone's a big fan of Weller the Weller family but but really looking forward to having some stag with Kyle oh my gosh. Mm. Yeah, so Kyle in our group got uh, got his hands on some George T. Stag antique from the antique collection, and I think he said it was a uh, 136 proof. Ooh. I'm going, Woo-hoo-hoo. she's hot. Yummy. She is hot, but uh, I'll be very excited to try that. All right, time to now try the Boston. The third in the series from Jim Beam, 17-year-old bourbon, all done in different rickhouses. You know, there's something to add about the sound of bourbon being poured that I think I freaking like. It's the Booker No Campus in Boston. It's one of a kind. They're spread out generously in the golden sunshine and clear air, ideal for maturation. Three unique conditions mean a faster, richer aging process that brings out the nuttiness and woodiness of the whiskey. A dark amber bourbon. Of course, they all were kind of dark and amber to me, but yeah. this one says full of chocolate and caramel with high notes of vanilla and a little bit of hazelnut. So this is more... This um, is right up your alley. Right up my And alley. I'd say it's one of my alleys that I really enjoy. So we're going to find out if that's I'll, true you know, or not. I'm going to just bank on it, and I'll pour a little more for the, the ones on the rocks. So we can finish with a good pour? Yeah. All right. Hate to, you know, drink it all, but... Clink with me on the neat glass. All right. And let's try some Boston. Mm. Smell the char on the nose. Yeah. Taste it initially. But again, the the char is completely wiped out with the sweet finish. Uh, it just kind of flows right into a sweet finish. I'm a, I'm quick to judge here, but I'm already going to say Boston. I'm liking, yeah. yeah. Uh, now, the Frankfurt was really good. The Claremont was the worst of the three, not that it was bad. It just, like, the Claremont wasn't wasn't complex, right? It was it was crisp. It was all caramel. Yeah, it was caramel like front. caramel sugar. Yep. Um, a little bit of spite, a little bit of kitchen spice in there, nothing I, I crazy. I really like all three of them. But. It was crisp. Mm. Yeah, but if I were to come down here and pour one, or you, which one are you going to pour? Well, the Boston's going to go away the fastest already. Half yeah, that, well, that might be gone tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it is a very nice color. 
what are some of like the the special bourbons that you see at like every distillery? You know, there's always like one that they. So we always said like that 12 to 15 year range is like the golden golden spot for bourbon from all the different ones that we've tried. Yeah. But there's ones that start going a little higher, 16, 17, 18 that are also really good. But so this is a special one that you can like. I'm talking about stuff you can really only get at the distillery. This is something you could have only got if we went to Jim Beam. Yeah. Everybody's got their special bottle. About three or four years ago, I went to Woodford and I got a bottle of Double Double Oaked, which means Double it, Double Double Double. So it was, um, it was the regular stuff put into a new charred barrel, and it was done twice as long as usual. And it was, and yeah. Um, this is really good on the rocks, by the way, too. Not to get ADHD here, but mm. it was delicious. It meets the hype. It's uh, very sweet. I, I am getting some chocolate notes and definitely the usual caramel notes, and it's delicious. So this was Hardin's Creek. You can only get it at Jim Beam Distillery, at least this special set of three that they, I don't know how much more they have of it. Um, they told us that what was there was it. Was that it? But if you can get your hands on some, it's definitely worth a try. The pours are delicious. The differences are uh, distinct and unique. And uh, it's a lot of fun to drink. Yes, I mean, a lot of, like, just to kind of close this whole thing is a lot of distilleries have a special bottle that you can get at the distillery if you get the chance to go to Kentucky or drive to Kentucky. We got to enjoy this special collection of Hardin's Creek from their different warehouses today. As always, to drink is to live. Thanks for uh, listening to another episode of the Bourbon Library.